Hi everybody, I'd like to welcome Al-Hanouf Sultan. Um, I usually do the introductions, but Hanouf wanted to introduce herself. So go ahead, Hanouf. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Al-Hanouf Sultan. Uh, I'm a student at the American Univers University of Sharjah. Uh, I'm currently pursuing a bachelor's degree in mass communication. I specialize in integrated marketing. And I also minor in business marketing. Okay, so today, Hanouf, we're gonna dive into your relationship with Instagram. Okay. Great. Okay. And this, this works out perfectly because integrated <laughs> marketing has a lot to do with like communications and these platforms. So yeah, you're, and I, you're doing. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna like dive into the aspect of you. Uh, particularly as يعني, a Saudi woman in the Instagram space, as well as your main opinion or your, like, your, um, your point of view or what you've seen regarding the matter through Instagram. Like. Yeah, I got this. I like got this idea. Okay. okay, I'm ready. You like this idea. Okay, that's great. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, our first question for today, do you think, um, um, and this, and keep in mind, um, when I'm asking this question, um, I'm talking about, um, the Saudi Arabian Instagram community. So, yeah, mainly that, as opposed to, um, a universal thing, we're focusing more on our culture within the Instagram space. So, yeah. So, do you think uh, women, specifically Saudi women, are more uh, scrutinized as opposed to men on the Instagram space? Um, honestly, I think yes. I feel like there's a lot of, like, um, pressure. Like, I know that's, like, such a, like, typical thing. Oh, there's a lot of pressure. But there really is a lot of pressure to be perfect. And with these social media platforms, it only makes the matter worse. Because it's like, even if you want to be your true self, you have to be your true self in like a certain way or in like a modified way. And I'm not saying it's the worst thing ever. Um, I've yeah. had discussions with you before on this. The fact that like sometimes when you modify your presence or your personality to the particular audience, this helps out a lot with you. Just like branding and like, ever, just like branding and like a business. So, I mean, it's kind of sad also to feel like you have to kind of, um, if you were to, like, decide to do something out of the, out of the regular loop, you're going to be looked at in a certain way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is. It's a lot of pressure. When you're saying pressure, um, you mean trying to fit, uh, from what I heard you saying, and then you're trying, to, you have this pressure, and then because you have this pressure, you have this pressure because you want to um, fit into the norm or fit into the standard. So can you talk about what the norm is or the standard you're implying? Well, I think it depends on specifically which crowd we're talking about. So for instance, some people will tell you, oh, I can't show my face. I cannot, I cannot show my face at all. And others will tell you, no, it's fine. I can show my face, but like I have to be careful with what, with how I'm posing, what I'm saying, what I'm wearing. You know, so I feel like there's a lot of scales, but there's definitely like some, like there's this limit of like 
yeah, but you cannot say this, even if it's right, or you cannot um, cannot share this, even if there's nothing particularly wrong with what you're sharing, but it just feels, I don't know how to explain it, it feels almost like, um, almost wrong, to, to, even though there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's contradicting. You know, when it's like, I'm not doing anything wrong, and everyone knows I'm not doing anything wrong, but like, don't do that. I know, I know exactly what you're saying, because... Um... I think from me being in this community, you realize that it's a shame on your society. So rather than um, you, you have this pressure of not doing like morally what is right or wrong, but what is accepted or not in society. And I think that's what you're trying to suggest when you're saying that it's not wrong, but it's not accepted. Exactly. So you have to be, you have to know exactly what's accepted and live within those, like, within that kind of, like, very small box of, like, but this is accepted. It has nothing to do with right or wrong. If anything, it's the made-up right or wrong that people use as an excuse because they just don't want to accept us, you know? And I can see it going down from each generation, but I can see it kind of, like, um, unfolding where like the next generation will break something and the next generation will break something and it's kind of like and with social media especially instagram it's unfolding way faster yeah because now have the advantage of seeing what others are doing and if someone's doing something and no one calls them out on it you do it no one's going to call you out on it it's accepted what's next it's accepted what's next you know what i mean yeah. So with social media, kind of, yeah, it's kind of like showcasing that, like, by the way, now this is accepted because I, I did this, you know? And a lot yeah. of the time, what's not accepted is sometimes even, you'd be surprised if you do it in a certain way, it's even praise, which is crazy. So if yeah. you approach it in a smart way or in a logical way where people can't argue with you, you'd be like, you'd be a hero or not even a hero, but you'll feel like a hero because it's kind of like you broke a mold or you did something that everyone was like, refusing to accept for no reason yeah and i think you kind of see that when with the saudi um influencers that are trying to uh counter argue um the belief system or the shame honor society we have like you love you love no you love exactly what like a smart person would have done because it's like she understands her crowd she understands her society she's not being reckless or she's not really doing anything wrong if any no one can call her out if anything girls relate to her and it's like even better because it's like now she's like loved she's like a public figure everyone takes pride in her because she's doing it so smart. And it's, I mean, everyone likes it. Yeah. But she does try, uh, she's try, she does sort of, I'm not saying it's wrong. I get why she does it. And she's not really a hijabi, but she does because it, she's respecting her. She claims that she wants to respect the Saudi culture. But in a, in a way, um, not- she's trying to conceal like a part... She's doing something for the public eye, for to step, be away from criticism and judgment by the Saudi community. Don't get me wrong, if she was actually, if she were a hijabi, or she, she did wear hijab, and she didn't 
make it an obligation. Uh, it, it was actually a part of who she is rather than this obligation she had to show in the public eye, then I wouldn't see it in a way as as something... I wouldn't see it as her trying to conceal something or be something she's not, you know? Yeah, I mean, I know what you're trying to say, but this is something we learned... Um, but this is something, okay, this is something that I told you this before, but just like in life, just like in business and in life, you have to brand yourself a certain way. Yeah, this that's what she's Yara, branding herself as. Yeah, basically, situation Yara Namla is a brand. She is a public figure, yes, but she is a brand. She is her own company. She is her own business. She is her own brand, and she needs to understand her audience. So Yara Namla kind of took a step like, in the right direction. I know it's concealing. I know it's not being 100% true to yourself or authentic. Yeah. I know there's a lot of contradiction there. Like, 100%, I agree with you. I see your point. And it's odd and it's that sad. she does that. It's odd that... But it's, yeah, it, it's weird. It's odd. But, like, and it's almost contradicting. But what, what Tiara Nimble is doing is she's basically creating this brand. I mean, you're, we're touching on business things, but she's creating a brand that she understands the audience will receive well. And because she's kind of cornering her audience. So basically, they can't say anything negative about her because she's not doing anything wrong. If anything, she's wearing a hijab and a abaya. And this is her audience's way of thinking. The majority of the audience. I'm not saying everyone will be accepting towards her. I'm just, yeah. But she's kind of smart in that way because no one can say anything negative about her as a public figure, as a brand. What she does, like, whatever she decides to do in her personal life, like, when her when she's, uh, you know, traveling or with friends or whatever, in her head, as long as I'm not making this, like, a public public thing, then it's my right to do whatever because I'm just playing this brand over here and then I'm me over here. It's, I mean, it's kind of, there's a lot that goes into it. But yeah. it's when it comes to, like, branding that's genius if anything yeah. it's like I didn't just completely like and also your audience isn't accepting towards you not wearing a hijab so she wants to be accepted by the majority so that's what she did I'm not saying and it's authentic or true to herself or whatever but, but she played the cards right and it brought her a lot of like positive responses yeah it's it's sort of in a way um working um I th- I think it's it is a good thing what she's doing because she's trying to um how can I say this um she's trying to um how can I say this I don't know how to explain it best she's trying to um ah oh, okay so I think what she's trying to do is exactly what you're saying she's trying to um make everyone happy you know i don't know how to explain it but she's trying to make um her saudi uh community happy she's trying to make herself happy she's trying to and at the same time she is she is in a way working that step to um make a woman um a public figure like women being public figures making that working her way to make that a thing or something to um not condemn but be proud of that that that's that's something we're working our way to you know exactly i totally agree with, i totally see what you're trying to say yeah 100%, i mean go on and on about how smart this is yeah so um 
I also wanted to bring uh, something to the table in our discussion. So do you think um, because women are more scrutinized, especially in the Instagram feed, that they're bound to be criticized because they do post pictures of themselves and, and, it, and, it, and it's a space for, for criticism. So do you think that makes them the burden of representation, representing uh, the Saudi society? Do, do that, does that make them embodiments of um, the norm, the Saudi norm? So basically you're asking me if women post on Instagram, like on their feeds and they're posting pictures of themselves, should we consider them as like the representation of a Saudi like woman? Exactly. Um, Hanof, your mic is a little bit far away now. Could you... Is it better now? Yes. Perfect. Oh, great. <laughs> so here's my, here's my honest opinion. Um, I'm going to be 110% with you. I don't think that, like, if, I don't think anyone who's representing themselves should represent a nation or a country. Like, I don't think one singular or, like, 10 people or 11 people who are, like, Saudi females or who are showing their lives online are the representation of what a Saudi female is. I think that's just yeah. the representation of who they are as individuals. Yes, they can they can represent their country when they're ambassadors, when they're chosen to be like um, representatives. Like you know how companies you have a representative of a company and they basically go out and talk. If that's their job, then yeah, sure they could represent. But other than that, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if there's any like like I don't think anyone should carry the burden of representing the entire population of a country regarding their gender, like female or male. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think that that's even realistic. Uh, it but isn't. Yeah, I mean, sure, because there's a minority there. So when you see them, it's kind of like, so that's what Saudi women are. But yeah. the reality of the situation is just one person yeah. who's raised under, raised under certain conditions within this community of regarding, you know, their lives and how they lived it and how they choose what they value. So therefore, every person has different values, different communities, different ways of thinking. No one is representing anyone. This is my opinion. Yeah. Unless they were chosen for them. Yeah. I totally agree with you. That's why I think... Okay, so let's take, for instance, anyone, any woman who has a public feed on Instagram. I, I personally think that um, wh- whoever shares their life on Instagram publicly or even any social media account, they have this burden of or this responsibility of representation. And, and if they don't comply with that, if, if they don't um, work with that, then they're bound to be criticized. Um, if they're not wearing hijab, if they're saying something wrong, then they're, they're bound to be criticized for not holding that representation. So that's why I think that they have this burden that they have to represent their nation. And, and if and that's exactly what you're saying. It doesn't make sense that one person should hold this responsibility of representing this whole nation. But I think that the the viewers do hold that responsibility and do put that pressure on on people who are under the public eye. Yeah, and I feel like there is a reason behind this. It's just 
what they are seeing. So it's like if you have this community where you have such a like, small minority of people who are, have like big accounts and public accounts, then this is what I see. Therefore, this is what I think this is the situation. This is what I think is the situation there or how they are. Um, honestly, I've had I've had like weird experiences with people when I tell them like when I was in um, you know like when I was in Emirat and I would like have conversations with girls who are from Emirat. Yeah. And you be like I think I told you this. I'd be like, oh, I'm from Khobar, and then be like, oh, like you're so you're like Kima And I'm like, no, I'm just a girl from Khobar. Like I have different lives and I've lived a completely different life and like I don't even. I don't even really know, like, Kirim Asana that well. I can't really say she's, like, representing the entire, like, Khobar girl community. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 but, like, we've seen her. Like, she, you're probably, like, that's how Khobar girls are. And I'm like, no, that's how Rima Asana is. She's, like, one person within the community. Yes. Nothing, like, you know what I mean? Like, no one is a representation of that whole community, you know? Because that's what they're seeing. There's no other, like, influencer. So they're like, yeah, it's like probably she's... Pro- everyone's probably like that there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and I, I do... I do think that this is a prime example uh, that shows us that, yeah, if you are a public figure on Instagram, then you'd suggest that people who live in your circle, who people who live in your region, pe- people who live in your country are the same. So that's why I think that they have this burden or this ha- they have this pressure on them to kind of hold this thing, uh, to hold their the collective society in their hands and, and embody what they believe is accepted or what they believe is, is just, not just, but you know what I'm trying to say. 100%. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. So, moving on. So, uh, do you think uh, women are historically fixed? Because I've read... When I was writing my research report for this project, um, I read a lot of... Um, I, I read a lot of theories or a lot of... Um, s- 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 Psych- psychologically and social, uh, yeah, psychological theories about women um, being historically fixed to embody their nation or, or subconsciously historically fixed to do so. If you know what I mean, do you think that there is something to note there, or you think that it's a theory and you don't think it's there there's a lot to hold on to to it okay so here's what i think i think this theory um to an extent is valid but but is outdated so what i think is by the end of like by the beginning of the 21st century i feel like this theory is kind of like had started to like fall apart you can see it with like current generations like um, millennials and like, you know, people now who are like in their mid twenties and stuff like that. And like me, like I'm about to turn 20. I've you've noticed this need to kind of detach and like this high praise for like individuality and being viewed as your own person, your own individual. You don't carry anything else. You don't carry the burden of anything else. You're just your own person, your own individual. I think it's kind of falling apart. Do I think it was valid? At some point, yes, and even very recently. 
But I feel like it's kind of like, especially I told you with social media and seeing other people's lives, it's kind of like un- unwrapped, sort of. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, once upon a time, it was probably like probably a valid theory, but not, I don't think so anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do agree with you because, um, like I said, there, we are challenging and working our way to um, counter argue this and 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 show that this this isn't as time goes by communities evolve and and you see that with our community and yeah and you definitely see that with our community so yeah i agree with you and 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 i feel like there's an emphasis on it now like Mm -hmm. i'm my own individual i'm my own person you know yeah yeah totally and 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 this and this but I think, um, I just don't really understand or I just feel like when I see this question or I see, are we historically fixed? I kind of think that, yes, at the same time, um, as time goes by, we'll always be more uh, targeted in terms of observation or, or scrutinizing mm-hmm as opposed to or if we're comparing ourselves to men and and it's really frustrating not just frustrating it's 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 kind of something where I'm like are we going to reach that kind of day where we're not more people don't target us more in terms of you know yeah, I mean, it's a bit, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I see it too. Like, it's definitely, it, it, it does not, it does not, like, disappeared. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it feels like making it disappear requires, like, generations to kind of, like, adapt the idea. So it takes, like, more than one lifetime. But the day, inshallah, will come. I'm just yeah. not saying. Just like everything else, like, <laughs> it takes time for it to, to like, you know, unfold. Yeah. Yeah. But we're doing the best we can we're doing during the best. This, this time, you know? That's the most important, yeah. For That's the sure. most important part. For sure. Okay, so going on to the next um, thing. So do you, th- uh, do you think or um, do you think you have pressure in terms of not just you, just overall, generally, and, and including you? Do you think that... Um, women have a big part in representing their their parents representing their siblings representing their cousins like overall representing their whole family name and and in what context does that have a relation with instagram okay as for representing here's the issue with society in general Everyone has, even, even I'm going to have to say it, even guys or like males or whatever, uh, have this responsibility to, not just girls, have this responsibility to represent how you're like responsible for representing. It's different what's expected of you. So each gender faces their own like social pressure in a way. And it's different. See, it's different. Yeah, it's different like ways and maybe women have it, they might sometimes have it worse because it's kind of like an even like smaller box. 
Yeah. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's a small, but I mean, each, each gender has their issues. However, yeah, I do think that there is this, like, idea of, like, you're representing your, your parents and your siblings. And it's like, I mean, yeah, and you see it all the time. And maybe we even do it. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, her sister does that. So it means, like, this is fine. Like, it, no one cares. And then, you know, the girl is like, no, I don't do that. Like, I'm not okay with that. And it's sort of like, really? And it's funny how we, like, interconnect everything. When in reality, we're kind of contradicting the fact that we're, like, individualistic. When even us as females sometimes do this thing where it's like, you know, my friend whose sister, so therefore, you know, and it's not real. It's not true. I don't know. I mean, yeah, everyone has this. Like, it's still, like, a subconscious thing thing we do it's like in our subconscious where we like even us we do it but I feel like it's worse when it's like people who aren't even like um who are like fighting to use this as a tool like oh their girl did this or this girl did that and it's like (laughs) you know like that's so what? And I think when we're talking about Instagram, and you, like you said, so both genders have this pressure to represent their families. And I think when we're looking at Instagram, there is some sort of pressure on Instagram for a girl to represent her family name. Um, and a prime example is that is um, if she has a private account or a public account, uh, what she's posting... And there's a lot, the, there's a lot of factors that go into that pressure, and I think also you have, you don't have only friend viewers, you have family viewers, and then that goes on to, and that's the reason why there'd be like your sis, your like you have older sisters, your older sisters would. Uh, put you under scrutiny for what you post because you're kind of representing them as well and you, you know what I mean and then you have your the family relatives that are following you and that all goes on th- that all counters into pressure on Instagram especially for a woman yeah I was just gonna add um 100% but you basically said like it's such a valid point like that's so true yeah and also what I like wanted to add was like the thing is a lot of the time what's the worst part about it is sometimes you know you have a child who is rebellious or the child who you know you can't rubby any this is how God made them it's fun you know and it's not and then every but you could be an amazing parent you could be a great family you could do but you know this one child is like a bit off the rails but it's like it's just one kid and the parent did their best like it is what it is yeah and then if you use that kid to represent the entire family um it's a problem because it's not fair you know what I mean like it's just one person and another thing about like the whole like oh Instagram and not even just Instagram every single social media platform so Twitter and Snapchat, all of that, and like having all of these eyes on you, these eyes who are focused on you, I think it's almost like can can get to the point where they make these platforms suffocating. Kind of yeah. like, okay, I, I like I'm only allowed to do this, this, and that. Like I'm only like this is acceptable, right? But and it's a game. Like if, this is okay, right? But this is not okay. But this is fine, right? And it's funny and it's crazy. And I feel like if you have siblings that don't align with your view of life or, or like a family that doesn't align with your view of life, it gets even worse because yeah. it's like you have even more need to rebel and you use these platforms. As Tactics. A tool. I mean, it could get messy really quickly and it's like all in the public eye. 
like not the public public but like your viewer your your small community of viewers uh, yeah and it's worse and i think we've seen people kind of like rebel due to the fact that they feel like they are so you know it's suffocating so you i mean everything in the world needs to have like this this like you know how they tell you to hold like to hold uh, like every everything should have like you should always be in the middle ground of things so never too much of something and never not enough of something so you need to balance your life i feel like if people miss the point of balance it's bound to end badly in in some type of way so yeah i mean it's it's <laughs> it's a lot yeah so you agree that we sort of have a guard when we're posting something or sharing something 100%, 100%. I mean, I know for a fact that you have a guard and I have a guard and the person who's next to me in school has a guard. I'm 100% sure. Unless you come from like a community that truly doesn't care. I mean, you know, <laughs> like if you have a friend who's, uh, no, not saying, but like if you have a friend who's like, uh, was raised in like California and, you know, like no one cares there. Everyone, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, so I know I mean, exactly what you're trying to say. And that, uh, they're not like, very um inside or i'm not gonna say trapped because that's not the right word but yeah they're so drowned they're in this society so they're very in in this society where they can't just leave or just be be outside you know what i'm trying to yeah. say i so think who they are yes yes it, because when you're when you're living here so you you gave this example of a girl living in california but she's saudi okay it's not the same thing as when you're living here and and you're in this society because um saudi is a collectivist society and because it's a collective society each individual person a part of them is the the a part of them a part of who they are is um the values or the or the uh, or the main stance that the community yeah. takes on certain things that that becomes a part of you and i and i think that's why you know yeah, 100%. You use it to define yourself. This is just a human fact. We all have, like, certain definitions of ourselves. Some of us are more individualistic. Some yeah. of us feel more like they're part of, like, a collective community and they define themselves towards being a collectivist. I learned this in, like, social psychology where it's, like, it also heavily depends on where you were raised. Yeah. So in case you have Saudis who were raised in, like, collective societies, so when they describe themselves they describe a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them describe themselves as like a collective like i came from this family yeah uh, you know what i mean exactly I exactly i know but then when you have like a highly uh, an, a society that's highly individualistic so like americans you don't even liberal you don't even care their last name it's just like something like it's just like a form of identity yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because uh, and listen, every every community has its flaws. By the way, individualistic communities are very selfish communities. So <laughs> no offense, but like if you're Britain, you're probably like selfish. <laughs> if you're from Brit- if you're like British, you're probably selfish. But if you're like from America, so you're American, you're probably selfish too. But if you're like from Saudi, <laughs> then Wait. you know how you're always praised for being kind and 
Because we're, we view ourselves as a collective uh, uh, community. Yeah, like, <laughs> you mean, like, an example is, yani, when we're going out to eat dinner or, yani, eat lunch or whatever it is, it is everybody's like, no, 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 I'll pay for it, I'll pay for it. You see yeah. that kind of going on. But if you're... But if you were... Yeah, it's like, nah, I'm going to pay for my own thing. I'm going to pay... You, it's, it all has to do with communities and how they are and... It all revolves around that. And uh, so moving on to our next question, because it has to do a lot with this. So we did talk about uh, pow- power dynamics. So the family, then your y- the, the big family, then you have your parents, then you have um, y- a husband yeah. for the wife, and then you have children, which are us, adolescents. And this kind of power dynamic, when it gets mixed with uh, morals and values, that sort of creates a pressure on you and how you represent yourself on the Instagram feed. And not, I'm not saying that it's negative. It's just how it is. It's, a, it's sort of a power dynamic thing. And when you're having this pressure, you sort of have a guard, like we said. So my so this ha- so my next question which is related to what I just sa- what I'm trying to say here is do you think because we have this guard that that's caused by having this pa- pressure on you do you think a part of yourself because you're suffocated a part of yourself that oh you sort of want to share is kind of is kind of blocked because you have this guard you mean share your life? Yeah, when when you're when you have your Instagram feed and you're sharing whatever it is, do you think because this pressure is so suffocating or because you have this guard, you feel sort of as a part of yourself that doesn't need to be shared or it's just better if it's not shared. You're in a way you're subconsciously concealing yourself in a way. Um, yeah, I mean, and yeah, I feel like every person in our community would answer yes to this question in one form or another. You can give them like the most basic example and they'll answer yes. Um, yeah, I mean, we've all done this. I'm 100% sure we've all done this. And you know how like now we have like private stories and like these like backup Instagrams and stuff like that. Yeah. These were basically made for us to live like, like those are made for the, like the people I have on like my private stories not me but like them when I see their stories I mean that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> basically yeah. when I see their stories it's almost like getting to know a different person and it's so nice because it's like you get to like actually know the person and not like this like perfected version of who they are you know what I mean so, sure. so I feel like yeah and it's the reason why the answer to this question is yes and why everyone has a guard and why everyone is so like loves these private stories and has one and stuff like that. It's because people are trying to like escape this guard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're trying to get breathe out of this like guard. So they use these like small tools to like help them like, you know, make it less stressful or make it feel like they're less concealed. But if you were to ask Americans about their private stories, they'll be like, Oh, that's where we post like stupid stuff, like taking pasta and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, where we post stuff that we don't think is interesting enough to be on our feet. For us, it's not interest. It's about private, not even privacy. It's, it's about what you, exp- you expect. Being who I am. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. So, do you think that um. Do you think that you, you personally um do that on your own story, or your own private stories? Oh, you did. You said you did. Yeah. This. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you right now, and this is gonna make me feel so much better. Oh. Um, I don't really have, like one of those. Like, yeah, I don't really have one of those. Like private public slash public stories like you know what I mean how like some people have this private story where they have like they're like they're like like almost strangers but not really strangers like this half private story I don't have one like that (laughs) but like I feel like I get why so many people have one like that I have like a very small private story I'm just like actually these are like my super close friends you know what I mean yeah I but I mean, I, I, I use it for a different tool, but, like, most people use it the way I describe it. No, I, 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 I use it the way you yeah. described it because there's a lot of times where when I'm sharing something on my story, um, I look at it first. That That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, oh, is some... if. <laughs> this is the first question that comes to my mind. Is mama going to say something about it? Okay. Either she's going to say something about it, close friends. <laughs> and then my next question is, um, do, does, does my, do my viewers, do the people, do... Care? Care? No, close friends. Like, that's how I think of it because I, I, I don't... And I just realized it when you were talking because if I feel like I'm going to get reprimanded or I'm going to get criticized or looked upon in this way or I feel like I don't want to really share that part of... I don't want to really share how I think or what I think of this or or how I look look here, then I'll put it on my close friends because... And I realized this because... Um, when I I took to, I took one of my friend's phones, and she I don't have her on my she doesn't have have me on her, I don't have her on my close friends. So when I was yeah. opening my stories from her account, I realized that oh, most of these stuff isn't me like, <laughs> like three fourths three fourths of what I post is on my close friends. And I think that's pretty scary if you think about it. It's actually not even scary as much as it is sad. Like, it's sad that you feel like, this isn't been even really me. This is just, like, the perfected version of, like, this small piece of who I am. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think... It's not even me. Exactly. I, And I just realized this, this when we were talking... Okay, so I think that comes to the end of our discussion. Um, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, this is so. I feel so wholesome. I feel like we ended it on a good, not on a good note, but on a final or in conclusion note. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it, and I'm glad that I. I even realized a lot while I was we were having this discussion. I was like, oh, I really do do this for that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're so into the society that we don't notice that we're that the fact you don't that we're like, we almost, yeah, we're almost blind to the fact that like we're living under so many like constraints. Not saying it's all bad, but actually have so many privileges. Don't look at the bad things in life. For sure. Look at the good things. But yeah, I mean, it is the reality of the situation too. <laughs> Thank you, Heno, for being on my podcast. I had a lovely time with you. And yeah.
hope you like Thank you for watching me. <laughs> of course. It's always nice talking I love to you. It. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.